Love Talk Radio. Love Talk Radio. which is personally one of my little favorite teams because they're just really cool. So, <laughs> without further ado, here they are. They're just so awesome. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's, yep. I am getting everything set up on my wall because for some reason, I guess it's every week, where it does not, it sets up only me for some reason, and I don't know why, and then... Unfortunately, on my own personal wall, it doesn't show up at all, and StreamYard made a, a change. They've done something, so I can't find me. <laughs> so how have you all been doing? Because we haven't seen you all in a while. Busy. Busy. Yeah. Okay. Well, you all are always filming, so what have you been up to? Hey, John. What else have we done, y'all? Sweet Springs. Yeah. How are you going to forget about Sweet Springs? We did the, uh, and then we did a small one at, um, Wild House. That and, uh, Nicole. Fort McGruder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how was that? Uh, Fort McGruder was all right. They, were, they had a field trip or something there that weekend, so there were a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how it is most of the time at Colonial Williamsburg at nighttime. They have so many school groups there, you can't you can't do anything. So. Or friends running around. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the time or not last time we were there, but the time prior to that, we were there and there was a whole frat that was uh, out there um, shrieking. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, probably not. Until next year. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure the ghost got a kick out of that one because it's plenty, plenty there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Colonial yeah. yeah. was really good. Yeah. The socks. <laughs> I was going to say they were wearing socks, which was, yeah. And it was really cold that night, too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was, like, January or February. Yeah. Oh, it was actually God. right after we did Manor House. We went to Colonial Williamsburg for just, like, 20 yeah, right. that was 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, it was so cold we couldn't do anything. Yeah. 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 That, was a, that was a cold month in general. Hello, Steve White. Hey, Steve. How are you? You guys, I'm, I'm organizing. David, take over the show while I sit here and try to – figure out why why I can't see my own stream yard on my own Facebook wall when I know that I sh shared the event and it's not popping up anywhere. I hate Hey, hey Austin. Have you had a chance to take a look at that um, Fleetwood Church video that you posted? I'm not, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I completely forgot. I got to Share off of your wall because I don't know why. Um, 
Five Time with Jerry is not showing up on Five Time with Jerry, and it's not showing up on my Facebook wall. And it, you know how StreamYard sometimes turns around and says, We're, you're going to lose your connection with Facebook, blah, 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 blah. Well, I fixed all that, but evidently it wasn't good enough. So I guess this is, yet again, Vibe Time. Yeah, I guess it's now Vibe Time with David. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to have to just X my whole name off of that and turn the whole show around. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hi, Steve. Sorry, I I'm, I'm, I'm have my Triple HD trip kicking in now because I'm trying to focus on a couple different things, and I can't do that. Hey, Jerry? Yeah. I'm fired. Okay. Uh, it's not five time with Jerry anymore. We've changed it over to five time with David, and I'm gonna put little bling bling stickers all over you. Hey Rachel. Now, Rachel, which one are you watching it from? Vibe Time with Jerry, David Flowers, or me? Because none of my stuff is working. David's about to go nuts trying to fix it. I I, I don't like it when StreamYard turns your your stuff into an event instead of just posting it like it used to. Yeah. They made a change. Yeah, they've made a change, and it's really not helpful. I'm going to have to write them and tell them that it's not helpful. Yes, they they really are. It's not not like it was. Yeah, see, Rachel's watching off of David Flowers, so that's why we're switching the show name over to Vibe Time with David. It is no longer Vibe Time with Jerry. Because <laughs> I just try sure to Vibe Time, the Vibe Time page, and the page isn't available. Oh, lovely. See? Did you piss off Facebook again? I, I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't think I did anything. <laughs> I, I was good today. I promise. I cussed nobody off, and I didn't even flip anybody off today. People would be proud. <laughs> I was a good girl. Even when I sliced my middle finger wide open, I was a good girl. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh bled through two towels because I'm on a blood center and it's just like seriously at first I was like oh this is just little teeny tiny and then it went from teeny tiny to oh let me go get my cayenne pepper and sprinkle it all over there it stops the bleeding so it never works <laughs> it burns yeah, if, you look, if you look on that eyeball on the top of the screen I'm the only one that's streaming this program uh, I don't know what Facebook, I don't know what StreamYard did then, because unless I try to go back out and come back in, but I don't see how I'm able to fix it. I guess I'll just yeah. leave y'all alone and just, I'll, I'll try to go back out and come back in so I can at least get it on the Vibe Time page. So that's the beauty of having a co-host. All right, since the show is officially Vibe <laughs> Time with David, Jerry will return here shortly and let me fix this stuff. Can you hold down the fort? <laughs> Good riddance. Yeah, right. If I end your finger, you're fired. I'll be back. 
I sliced it wide open on a can. On a can. See? Yeah. <laughs> but I got I got it to stop bleeding with cayenne pepper. Y'all make sure you carry it with you. It stops bleeds like that. It's, it's even better than that Band-Aid seal stuff. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve White has a question. David, answer it. I'll be back. i got to try to fix everything. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Steve White's got a question. Have you ever used music to help trigger paranormal activity at certain locations? I I've used music before, but not at it. Testing one, two, three. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember you telling us that. I think you fixed it, Jerry. Yeah, don't ask me what I forgot to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone with my blonde moments, please. <laughs> I forgot to hit those little buttons that say what show do you want it to stream on. <laughs> it's and David's fault. Taps, Rachel saying, Taps is amazing at Berkeley. Okay. I, I think we were there for the Bloomery event, uh, who was it? Flip. I think Flip was doing that in the uh, home base section. Yeah, I think I, I think I remember that. What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Vanessa. Oh, okay. That's right. Sorry. Another blonde moment. I'll chalk it up to medications for now. <laughs> but I keep forgetting. <laughs> Berkeley is a great location, too. Have y'all been to Berkeley? Yeah. yeah. We, we did an event there. Nice. Okay. I've been there once. Where y'all? What yeah, events do y'all have coming much. up? Honestly, we don't have anything right now in the schedule. We're doing a lot of our own private stuff right now. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, what is it, two weeks? Yeah, two yeah. weeks we are doing Clifton Theater in uh, Pennsylvania. Um, then July we're, we're free. But then in August, we have a, a Delta Airfield investigation two days in a row in Ohio. So is actually one that Wheeler requested us to do. Yeah, I've been wanting to do Madison Seminary in Fairfield for a long time. So I think that'll be that'll be a good investigation for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Sounds like fun. It's, it's only us three in these places. I think it's like... 34,000 square feet and 42,000 square feet. So. Wow. If I see anybody else walking around there, I'm out. I'm leaving. Yeah, because it's just the, it's just, it would be just the three of you investigating, correct? Yep. 
Oh, sounds like fun. Okay, I'm jealous. <laughs> I am too. I just wasn't going to admit it. Oh, <laughs> I have no problem admitting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound like fun, though. It sounds like y'all got a pretty um, busy schedule there.
and I hope that she don't offend, but if you're going to play, if you're going to a place with a soldier activity, um, take a female if you can. And see, that's, that's a good thing. When we do uh, the exchange, crazy is going to be there. Yeah. Dude, she's going to be keeping a little eye on us. <laughs> a little eye? Do y'all need me to come keep an eye on y'all? <laughs> Just a little tiny eye. I know, right? Right, exactly. That was my whole thoughts, Rachel. Do you need me to keep an eye on y'all? Me and Rachel would me and Rachel would be perfect to keep an eye on y'all. David Flowers can handle the Manor House tour without me. He's good. Can you run some equipment in there? I was going to say, everything just like went black for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd get along perfect. We'd have a field day, Rachel. We would do our own thing. Forget keeping an eye on them. We would just act like we were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it freaking out. It was like when you update like your drivers and everything like resets. Oh, yeah. Like the screen just... Oh, okay, because I thought it was the entire room. Well, that's why I freaked out, because also my whole room went yeah, that's what I... dark. Okay, like pitch black. Yeah, that's what I thought, like, too. So what do you got in there? It was, like, illuminating from the candle. What'd you bring back with you? I don't know. Are you guys are freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> so look, it just lightened up again, though. So what did you bring, and darkened back out, what did you bring back with you? You need to burn some sage and open up a window. Wouldn't recommend taking a woman to a prison. Yeah. I know. We're going to have to keep an eye on that. See how much that blips out. I have a feeling you've got something in there. No. Okay, well, that works. Got any incense? I do not. I do. Do? Okay. Yeah, but there's Japanese ones that are lit at funerals, so. I don't <laughs> no, I don't think that you want to burn that I one. Don't think that that I wouldn't. Well, you y'all got holy water, right? So just holy water your room and put some crosses over the door and all that good stuff. <laughs> Austin, take care of it. Hey, there, uh, pull up, dude. <laughs> I need to be on the way now. No, he can't be on the way now. Yeah, I know. Just smoke the whole room out. You'll be fine. Hey, Vanessa, says she went to Moundsville. She replied to Scott, but went to Moundsville and channeled into Sugar Shack. Different experience. Sugar Shack. Yeah, um, I don't know, Katie. Don't, don't, don't know how much y'all know about Moundsville. It's a West Virginia State Penitentiary. There's a part of it called the Sugar Shack. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Sam and Colby would do during their video. Uh, oh, I actually think I was talking about that. Yeah, Scott doesn't recommend taking a woman to a prison, not on the first date anyway. Depends on the woman. Yeah, that's true too, because if it's a brute, then you're fine. I'll do my best, Rachel.
like 20 to 40 dolls in there. It was yeah, because they were they ranged in size, like some were like this big and some were like baby doll size. Yeah, they like, had a Chucky doll in there. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, they actually had a good guy doll, or it was it was a clown in a good guy doll box. Yeah, and a lot of them were clown dolls as well, so that was awesome. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, it was great.
I got my pendant from there. See? Yeah. Can y'all see it? Isn't it pretty? Yeah. Hold on. Let me take it off. I had to shorten it just a little bit because I, I needed it to be sitting in a certain position. But isn't it pretty? Yeah, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Got like a yeah. little shark beads on the back. It's very pretty. I like it. It feels nice. I get a lot of compliments on it. <laughs> I switched it out to I'm going to get you. I'm going to tell Vanessa to stick one of her voodoo dolls on you. <laughs> You're welcome. Can you please put a voodoo doll together for David Flowers? Thanks. You can't hurt me. She's an hour away. Look, we better stop joking about it because it'll be his luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she's not going to do anything to me. I haven't paid her yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Nothing can happen. Everything has to be perfect. He has not paid me yet. That's right. Y'all make sure, yeah, make nothing, make sure, make sure he's safe all the way up until payday, and then we'll be all right. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I'm going to boot you away. Vanessa's going to sit there and put you in the refrigerator with all her other frozen people, David Flowers. <laughs> I know I have a whole freezer full. God forbid if the electricity goes out. All my people will defrost. Yeah, they're all going to go like, Shee. they're not lose power. They're all in little vials. <laughs> I know it works. Well, we was talking about all the vials that I had in my refrigerator or in my freezer, Joshua, but, you know, I think we're off of that subject now. We were on the subject of booty dolls and frozen vials and jabbing David Flowers a couple times because he's getting smart since he's an hour away. Next time you bring me food, I'm not eating it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good idea. Hey, you got one of them people in your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen people. You'll be all right. No, 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 it's not that. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to show you my people. Uh, see, Vanessa only has seven people in her freezer. Just seven. Little frozen wild people. I ha I have about seven. Is there anybody I think I should add, Vanessa? Oh, sorry. Okay, I'll stop now. This is about forgotten explorations and not about mine and Vanessa's frozen people, even though it does work. It's a whole it's a whole different segment of a show, trust me. You've been working for me for over a year and this is the first time hearing about you. My frozen people? Oh, I must yeah. have forgot to tell you. Exactly. You never asked. What, Mike? What the? 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 What the?
I'm telling you, there's some, you've brought something back with you, and you need to smudge your ring. Unless it's a... Why y'all going to try to debunk it? It's plain as day. <laughs> My gosh. Austin, get some sage and sage. Smoke this whole room out, please. It's not, uh, what is this? StreamYard, is it? No, I don't think so. You're the only one that has, seems to have the problem. <laughs> and see, you're, you're rolling a turquoise aura, so with that happening, of course you're going to get some stuff that's going to be brought back with you. guess it's just been a while since I've seen you and didn't realize that you actually have something in there. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. You're going to have to get Palo Wood or something. Yeah. Thank you, Vanessa. Yes, I know. It, it's very weird. What is it? So I bought this at Greystone. So it's just a necklace. Mm -hmm. so it's an old uh, oh, a nail right? for yeah, a nail oh. used for coffins. Pretty sure it wasn't used though. Runs into but. the bedroom that I'm sleeping in. <laughs> and he goes, "Do you think this was used?" And I'm like, I'm like half awake, and I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Do you think this was used? Like, was this used in a coffin at some point?" I'm telling you. Did, you, see the lights did you, there? did you smudge that little coffin now? No, but so the thing is, that was a while ago. And the past like 10 minutes is a while this has been activity wise. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you could have had something there the whole time. And they were just lying and wait until like people that are actually able to sense them come on the air and then they're like oh well somebody can sense us so I'm just going to let y'all know I'm here and he needs to do a smudge I think you should run some equipment in your room I did tell Vanessa good night I hope because she yeah, said have yeah, a wonderful yeah. night okay <laughs> you got to have you got to have different incenses like um the state they have sage incense, they have frankincense and myrrh incense. You should carry that stuff with you. Palo wood, keep it in your rooms because you just never know. They're really tricky little spirits. They'll follow you home. Yeah. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll buy some here. Mhm. Mm Probably shortly. Go somewhere with Austin. Yeah. Or get some. Now, if I keep flicker in your room, you might be making a trip tonight. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I love Palo Santo. I do too, and I keep that in my car and everywhere. Yeah, I keep it in my purse. That's a really good piece of piece of wood to have. Do you have any, Austin, Palo Santo? I, I don't. I'm going to fire it, y'all. I have plenty of it here. <laughs> Not that it's going to do you any good now. What if I keep people in my freezer, though? Will, will we work something out right there? That's how it's out. Yeah, we we actually could, but it's you're you're going to be you're going to have to be the one that folds all the papers to keep them frozen. Sorry with folding. I'm okay. okay with folding. Okay. 
Austin will be the folder. Yep, Austin will be the folder as long as he folds everything away from him, and we'll be good to go. I have little vials, and everything works. And then you just freeze all the people you want. Just remember, if the power goes out, that make sure you have a generator because you don't want them to defrost. <laughs> hey, Jerry. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow night before the tour, we're gonna have to re re talk about your contract. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Where's my voodoo doll? <laughs> Gosh. See, Vanessa's not here to help me now because she left. She's not here to defend us and our frozen people, but it works. So, so what is that? I was not What's it used for? Honestly, it's to it's it's to keep people away from you. So, the idea is if you want if you want certain people to stay away from you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Veronica, yeah, right. you, you write their name down on, on a piece of paper. I normally write it down three times, but it's however a person wants to do it. But you're folding that paper away from you, and then you're filling your little vial with some water and salt or vinegar, whichever you want them to taste the most, and then you stick their little name in there, fill the vial up, and you slap it in the freezer. Of course, you said it with intentions, too. What were y'all what were y'all thinking that I actually had frozen parts? I thought you had frozen fingers, honestly, <laughs> like of your enemies. But I do have little fingers, I do. In my dresser. I do. <laughs> Leave it in. Leave it in. Ronnie, you really don't want to end up in my freezer. <laughs> I'm an innocent angel that can do no wrong, I promise. <laughs> I can see the horse holds up that halo. <laughs> Where? <laughs> you never know what we're going to get into with Vibe Time with David. Remember, it's no longer Vibe Time with Jerry. It's now David's show. <laughs> so... Well, did I come back and ruin y'all's conversation, or do I need to go leave again, David? No, no, Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, it's perfectly fine by me. Really? <laughs> sure about that? I'm positive. Sure about that? Yeah. yeah. I'm absolutely positive. Yeah. Unless my fingers in the dresser, I guess I'll have to wear them next week because I actually do have two little fingers that I put on occasionally when I'm up to mischievous things. <laughs> well, that's all the time, though. Really? Oh. You, see, you see what I have to deal with? Oh, my gosh. Somebody calling you out. I know. <laughs> You're fired. After you pay me. <laughs> so 
after you pay me, we, you know, I'll have to fire you. I mean, the ghosts at the manor house like me a lot better anyway. They're just so bored with him now. I mean, like, Saturday, Saturday meeting with course. 13 years. Yeah, um, they're like, oh, it's it's him again, giving the tour again, and their little eyes roll. Yeah, and, then, you know, when I'm there, we all, we, me and the tourists, we have a great time. We had a good time Saturday without David Flowers. It was fun. Yeah, that is true. I don't know why he doesn't like me. He just will not talk to me. I can't get my rods to work with him. It's terrible. He had to do the dousing rod demonstration because my rods wouldn't work for me. He's like, oh, it's that bitch. I ain't talking to her. <laughs> We're just going to make her look like a fool. Yes, I know, Joshua Four. He's been on our show plenty of times and don't think we ever have talked about paranormal that much. We really haven't because it always switches over to different topics. So fingers in the freezer. And yeah, fingers in the freezer. It's a good thing Dennis S. Lock isn't on here. We'd be in big trouble. <laughs> good thing he's just not on the show at all, not even in the comment section. <laughs> Thank God. Where is he tonight? I have no idea. I'm watching. Yeah, I have no idea. Him or Gene Wells, Mr. Gene Wells, the best. He's not. Then they they must have something going on at the Masonic Lodge. Yeah, they must have something going on tonight because they are not with us. (laughs) All right. Take it easy, Josh. See ya. Well, Josh is really cool to have on the show, too. He's with um, PSI Paranormal. So it's always fun. Yeah, yeah, we always have fun. It's always, always good. Make sure that you check your little room. Yeah, I'll I'll get, uh, because I think Austin has a couple sage and stuff like that, so. Yeah. I I only have holy water. (laughs) You only have holy water? Oh, no. Oh my goodness. Y'all are going to have to get a stock up. Yeah, nice to see you, Ronnie. We're going to have to take a trip to rest in pieces at some point. Go pick up some. Yeah, y'all need some. Where's that store at? Richmond. Sage and some palo wood. And some frankincense and more incense. And don't get the cheap stuff at Walmart and all those other places. Get him, H-E-M. Always use, like, him incense. It's just such a good incense. I have plenty of it here, but y'all are like, what, an hour? No, like, I don't know, because you're an hour away from, yeah. Yeah, I'm in Urbana. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it's probably like an hour and a half. I was going to say, it's a little over an hour. It might be right at an hour if you're in Pocoston, right? No, not anymore. Well, a little closer, yeah, I guess. Okay. Where y'all at? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I'm not too far. I'm like five, ten minutes away from Pocosin. Okay. I'm like right in the middle of like Hampton, uh, Yorktown. Okay. Newport, 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 Newport News. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, 
You're not in the middle there. Yeah, I was say you're not too far. Yeah, you got to carry your little your little emergency bag because you just don't know. Yeah, a little goodie bag. Make sure there's some Palo Palo Santos in there. Um, he just lights the whole thing on fire and just throws it. <laughs> just light it and but you know light it as if you're lighting a piece of incense or whatever. And then as it starts to as the flame starts to go up, you just blow it out and just make sure you have a window cracked and let whatever you brought home with you exit. Yeah, or just ask it to leave, or ask it what it wants, and then just do it EVP like I do. My, my yeah. See. Later. Yeah. See what's there. Turn on my little uh, beer box. Yeah. I wish I had the uh, ghost tube app, but well, it's free, I think. Is it or is it? Well, it might be like two dollars, but I think the other version is like twelve dollars a year. Yeah, for the uh, subscription or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you don't have ne- you don't use Necrophonics at all? Yeah, you can use that too. Is that just an app I'm guessing? Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. Necrophonics is good to use too. But is, who's got the equipment? Do y'all do y'all each have your own equipment, right? Or do you all have it, Austin? Yeah, I mean Austin has most of it. The yeah. Records and all of that. Yeah, uh, I just have a uh, little spare box thing, um, mm-hmm. EMF. Yeah, that's, that's about it. Yeah, run, yeah I was going to say, run your recorder and um, set up something and see what you got because you never know what you bring back. Where was the last place we went? Spice Springs? Spice Springs. I'm looking through my app and I don't remember it saying. We commanded. Like oh, I've never heard that. Oh, no. Uh, was that like towards the end? 1.21 a.m.? Uh, then no. I don't know when that would have been. Because I know the last thing we did is we all went into separate rooms. Oh! Miller, would that have been? Back off, run now. We almost got attacked by a bat when we were there, too. A bat? This is creepy scary. Yeah, and then there's also there was also uh there's a couple of dead birds and a dead bat in there as well. Yeah. <clears throat> I I don't have anything from that time frame. Yeah, I don't know what that would have been. Yeah, but y'all do smudge your room and stuff on occasion, right? Sounds really yeah. cool. Yeah, it was, nice. really, it was really weird. That one hallway. Yeah. They like so we put up a microphone, pretty much in the hallway, and then a speaker in the other room. Mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, playing all the noises that we were getting from the hallway. And it's like people are literally like working like the night shift. Like it sounds like people are walking nonstop. There's yeah, talking, walking, door striking. That's what it sounded like it was. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. That's probably the most paranormal thing I've witnessed. I think this I, I wasn't even cool. I'm not gonna say I wasn't even that scared. I wasn't that scared when it was me, you and Kevin walking down there because Kevin was there. Now the basement is when you guys got scared. Yeah, the basement messed me up really badly because it was only us two. <laughs> oh gosh. Only us two. Yeah. Austin and Jake come run, running back and they're both like out of breath. We're like, we're like, don't go down there. Yeah. <laughs> we're walking down this corridor and it goes, uh, danger. And like, Wheeler and I looked at each other and we're like, uh, okay. And it says, don't go there. As we're like walking down the hallway. Oh, God. And we both like looked at each other like even worse. And he goes to say something and the device cuts him off and it goes, I said no. And then. They're trying to get a hold of us, and the walkies are just straight static. Yeah, so, yeah it's like a horror movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like and how long ago was that? That y'all went there? Mm, probably like 20 days. Oh, well, see, that hasn't been that long. That, that matches up with what you might have brought back with you. Yeah, yeah. Lock you yeah. Up there, but you, you'll, you'll 
see one. <laughs> High pitched scream. Yeah. I don't know what it is for. Well, Tala is awesome. Been there twice. That's what Ronnie said. Yeah, that's definitely somewhere I want to go. That's yeah, really I cool. want to go to Normandy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be wild. That'd be cool, just like historically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. I want to go back overseas and just go into the castles that I went to before just to see what I pick up on this time. Yeah, what I would I'm like to do. Castles would be cool. Mm-hmm. Go to Ireland or something. Or yeah, because some of them are very creepy. Oh, yeah, very old, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like super old. Oh, yeah. yeah. Particularly when they have those deer heads, skeletons, skulls, or whatever, antlers all over the wall. I got pictures of that when I went overseas to oh, one of the castles. Okay. That, I mean, I, and I mean the whole walls are lined. If you can picture a castle wall and how big it is, and the whole thing is just lined with nothing but antlers and deer skulls, it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'll have to show you the pictures. Hey, Austin, you have two minutes. Yeah, Austin. Yeah. Austin, yeah. an hour? Yeah, yeah I know. Time flies when you're in vibe time. I know, it sure does. people in the freezer. Time flies in vibe time. <laughs> yeah. Five time makes time fly. Yes, oh. it does. Yes, it does. And then he's got to do Ryan Jones, the freaking awesome paranormal show. Are you doing it all by yourself? Are you hosting uh, it all yeah. alone? He's going to be in there for the first, like, I think five minutes. And then he's going to get you. Yeah, and then I'm on there with uh, Whitney and Sergio. Sounds, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Ryan. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, he's gonna get me. <laughs> so, yeah, Ronnie's got a team member going to Ireland in September. Yep. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Me and Vanessa's gonna go to Ireland one time. We'll see. All right, you gotta get off. I'm gonna hang up on that now. Thank you, Austin. All right, Austin, I'm gonna hang up on you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. <laughs>
like John Steed. I steal your girly and I steal your weed. I got so much flavor that I always leave you chewing. And I got so many styles you be thinking I'm from the U.S. Broken to the White House and if I got caught, caught. And I've been in all strong if I was an astronaut. Stop the music about human relations. I got more friends than my man Peter Gation. We always fun loving. Don't start talking if your girly comes up and start kicking. up all you freaks out there this is ryan coming at you live at the freak house and paranormal show studios with a sore mouth so i'm not gonna be here that that long but it's all good it's all good you know it had to be done so i'll be back on here yeah yeah it just got to get some getting to take some getting used to and you know it'll be it'll be fine but luckily I've got the co-host with the most over here. I'm going to try to point my head the right direction. I always mess that up. But, um, you know, um, I I would be remiss. I don't want to miss wishing you a very happy kitchen clutches, clutches day. Clutch. Keep wanting to say clutch. But, no, <laughs> what the fuck is a kitchen clutch? I don't know. <laughs> But apparently, Kitchen Clutch is big, which I am a Kitchen Clutch, like, all the way. So, I mean, I, I realize you've had a busy day. You've been, you know, you've been with Jerry. You're probably out celebrating Kitchen Clutch's day all, you know. So, I appreciate you coming on and doing this for me. And uh, especially on National Sewing Machine Day, too. I know. I mean, I really should just cancel the show and just have people go so shit, you know. But <laughs> if you, if you can put your phone down just for a second, you know, put your cross stitch down. Join us. We've got an awesome guest. We have got the one and only Whitney Zahar on the show. Hey, Rhonda, ACR. She's she's an author. She's a paranormal investigator. There's a whole bunch of other stuff she'll talk about on the show. So I'm going to go ahead and, and put her on the show right now, and let's get this party started. Happy National Sewing Machine Day. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're – Happy National Kitchen Day. I know. I can't say clutch because of my teeth. It sounds like I'm saying clutch. I'm kind of like, no – it's not clutch, you know what I'm saying? No, but it is pretty clutch. It is pretty clutch, yes it is. <laughs> as the kids say. As it the kids is. Say. <laughs> as the kids, as those youngins say. Those darn youngins. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to let you guys go because uh, my mouth is hurting. So I will talk to you guys later. Thanks again. Bye, Ryan. Bye. Bye, Ryan. Take care. Hi, Austin. Hi, Whitney. How are you? Oh, crap. The table tip turned. Your hey. oh. <laughs> <Dun, dun, dun. laughs> Karma. <laughs> so, firstly, how have you been? I have been 
year, I have been surviving. I've been pretty good, actually. So, how are you? Doing well. I've been busy. Very yes, busy. Yes, I've seen. Yeah. yeah. Forgotten yeah. our declarations and all that stuff going on. Yeah, it's uh, been uh, pretty interesting, to say the least. You've got these bug eyes. You're like, oh, my God, dear. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, we, we've done some, some good things recently, uh, okay. investigations and stuff. But, but I, I saw that you were at uh, St. Albans last month, or the month before, I guess now. April, yes, it was yeah. April. Mm-hmm, I was. So, so tell me a little bit about that. I, I've never been to St. Albans, so I don't know much about it. You, you, I hope you do get a chance to go um, paranormally or otherwise, because they also okay. do history tours there. Um, and I think that's a wonderful thing to actually do, because I'll be the first to tell you, that, and I'm sure some other investigators will tell you too, uh, that building is elaborate. It, it, it is huge. It's huge. Um, I do have some stats about it because I'm actually uh, working on a book about it, but I had a good time. The event was uh, last that April was EnigmaCon 2023. Okay. Um, it was run by Bedford Paranormal with our friends there, such as Ronnie Anderson, Alan May, Angie Dameron, Brenda Harmon, Lisa, all these um, Noah, all these wonderful people run this event. Um, Marcel is the director of operations at St. Albans. But that woman is a force. She's a natural a force of nature. And it's she's the one, along with a staff of volunteers, that keep this building going. See, that's, um, that's the thing that, like, is amazing to me, just people volunteering their own time. They are, yeah, and it, believe me, it's come a long way um, from what it was into mm-hmm. what it is right now. Um, who knows? Um, it was sadly the last Enigma Con because oh. I'm sure, well, the last for now, I'm sure. They still are doing events up there, such as I believe there's a summer solstice uh, okay. festival coming up on Saturday, June 24th, I believe it is. Okay. Regrettably, I can't go because I have a work event that I'm doing. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Adulting. But, yeah, adulting, but fun adulting. Um, yeah. But uh, IniquiCons was a fun event. Um, they had people from all across the country, all across the paranormal uh Transcend was there uh, with okay. good old Steve. Steve, gotta love Steve. We we all love Steve. I I believe Rhonda is online right now. So hi Rhonda. Yes, Rhonda is here. Yeah, kisses, mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, a lot of various groups were there. Um, there was an opportunity for especially on the night when just the vendors and speakers were there. There was an opportunity for us to investigate before, the, the, you know, the public was there. So I investigated with a really fun group of girls. Um, they are from the Freaks and Geeks podcast. Uh, Ooh, I like yes. that. Freaks spelled F-R-E-E-K. 
Um, so that includes the Safe Room, which just won two awards at um, the 2023 uh, Book Fest Award. Congratulations. Thank Holy you. cow, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm really eager to get it back up. Um, my other novella, my second novella, is called Nova, which is about the muse of astronomy and their relationship with a very eccentric and very brilliant Renaissance-era astronomer. Um, that will also be re-released, uh, this time under me, publishing them. So I'm going through the process of that. It's exciting. It's also very difficult because it's, oh. and it's, it's an education. It's an education. Um, and it's a valuable education, I think. Um, I know what I want to do with my stories, and I want to make sure that I am being as good a steward as possible for my work and protect and making sure that people are able to still enjoy it. But, yeah, so that's my first thing. Um, but in the background, I am working on a book about St. Albans Sanatorium um, up in Rad over in Bradford, Virginia, the place I was at for EnigmaCons. Uh, EnigmaCons this year was my third visit uh, to St. Albans. And every time I'm there, I do have experiences. Um, however, what I want to do is sort of look past the experiences. And I have interviewed a few people who have had experiences and close relationships with the building. But I'm looking, I'm taking those aspects, the paranormal stories and the history of that, and using it to really go deeper into the historical narrative about St. Albans. And maybe even teaching the readers to kind of, of what may be going on at St. Albans. Look at the history. Look at the people if you can. So I will also be kind of pulling back the curtain and showing people a bit of my research process. Um, and also being honest about how difficult it is to really research the paranormal as a historian because sometimes things just aren't there to be found. Yeah. But my most important message is first take that step back and really use critical thinking when you're there because it's so easy to get caught up in the moment and caught up in the excitement, and I get it, and I love it too. But we also mustn't forget that there is a legitimate history there that needs to really be shared in that regard. So I have found a few things. Um, I'm not saying that these are things that have never been seen before, but I am able to speak to a different group of sources. So it ranges from the historians that have worked with St. Albans in the past. Um, there is also uh, Pat O'Keefe, of course, of mm -hmm. Sisterhood of Magic and Wonders, has written a fantastic book on the ghosts of St. Albans. And I have, of course, been looking at her book as a resource and as a way of being like, okay, re-familiarize myself with the stories. Um, but I've also, and I've interviewed other investigators that have had experiences, very powerful experiences there. And I hope to give all of that its due and be like, the paranormal is part of the history here. Mm -hmm. But you can't forget everything else. And I will maybe debunking a couple of things too, just to 
just to let you guys know about that. But in all cases, just approach the building with respect. Let her let her tell you her stories. Because she yeah. will. She definitely will. That's, that's the uh, that's the one thing that like a lot of people forget is each one of these places isn't just like a, an amusement park. It all has history. And some locations have a darker history than others or, mm-hmm. you know, vice versa. Um, so I, I definitely like what you're doing with, with that. Thank you. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it is going to be probably, it's actually my first nonfiction book. <laughs> so that'll, hey. be, that'll be fun. Um, I do plan to self-publish it. And, Maybe by the end of this year, or maybe going into next year, it'll come out. So, That's fingers awesome. crossed. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And of course, I've just been losing myself in the research. Uh, but oh, one, yeah. thing I, one thing I do plan to do first is I do plan, and hopefully it'll work, I am going to submit one of the chapters as an article to the Feminine Macabre uh, journal and see what happens with that. I mean, if it gets accepted, great. If it doesn't, that's great, too. But at the very least, it'll be tested with an audience, first off. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's actually really smart, too. And I, yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah. So that's what I've been working on. Um, I also have a paranormal romance going on in the background. Whoa. Yes, yes. Um, I've been working on this one for several years. I do have quite a few chapters drafted. I am, it's going to be centered around a certain catastrophic event in Richmond history. Cool. And that's all I'm going to say. Oh, man. That, well, okay, fine. And I will have <laughs> psychic powers and vampires and fun stuff. I mean, this is, this is a fun book that I'm going to be you always have to, you have to do something that's not, like, you have to enjoy it. That's, that's the whole part about it. Yeah. And then I've got a couple of short stories. Um, one project that I'm going to be a part of again this year, I did this last year, is there's an anthology collection called Autumn Tales, uh, released yep. by Anatolian Press. And we did that last year, and we're going to do it again this year. And again, wow. it's a group of and we have some new writers joining us this year, so that's going to be really exciting. Um, I don't know what cause we're going to be benefiting with this year, but just as a reminder, um, for anyone that purchases through Amazon a copy of Autumn Tales, the proceeds of that purchase and those royalties are going to Collective Liberty, which is an organization that is fighting against human trafficking. Wow. Hey, you you get a book and you get get to do it helping a good cause. Exactly. And it's pretty exciting. I mean, the the publisher for that actually just said that he was working on an audio book version of of Auto Tales. And I'm like, what? what?" Whoa. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. So... But this is pretty exciting, so I look forward to being a part of Autumn Tales, too. That's, that's really cool. I'm, I'm very happy for you, personally. Congratulations. Thanks. 
Um, I'm happy for you, too. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. And you're doing a fantastic um, job as a host, just to let you know. I appreciate that. I'm sweating <laughs> so badly right now. Girl, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Dude, I was, I was nervous that day when I had you, all you guys, and Ray on the show. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm all by myself. <laughs> it was pure chaos. It, it happens. It so you, just, you have to run with it. it that's, awesome. that's what happens with live shows. Totally. And, by the way, welcome to the StreamYard um, Club. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I do like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> you, you've been doing this stuff for a long time, correct? Like so, paranormal stuff. So I've always been interested. I've always been involved with it. First, more or less, it's like an armchair researcher. I did a lot of reading, especially when I was a kid. Um, I'm a lot older than I look. Um, but I was reading the paranormal stuff before it was even... TV shows. Um, the only TV show that was really out when I was a child was that was remotely paranormal was what I was actually looking for was Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. With Robert Stack. Gotta love him. I mean, those, <laughs> those were gracious. And I'm not going to lie, I was a great big chicken when I was a little girl. Um, I, I really was scared of a lot of things, but for whatever reason, Unsolved Mysteries, even though it was talking about unexplained deaths and missing people and paranormal and all this really scary stuff. I loved watching it. Watched it every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Um, and then I was also into mysteries. So I would read Nancy Drew, um, the Bobsy Twins when I was a kid, graduated to Agatha Christie, and um, Sherlock Holmes stories. Um, I was just reading all of these different mysteries because, for one thing, I like the stories themselves and I love the characters. Um, but I also just liked that they were using their own minds to just sort of get deeper and deeper into the truth. And I think when I first read Burger on the Orient Express by Ed Christie, and I was 10 years old, I was like, oh, so even though you know the truth of what happened, maybe it's a truth that's best not punished. You know what I mean? So that's when I kind of got a little taste of truth is supposed to feel. It should be known, but how it should be known is another story. So... I got to learn about the ambiguous, the ambiguity of it. And I really, that spoke to me. I, I don't know if that as a 10-year-old I fully appreciated it, but I really, I really connected with it. Um, so a lot of my paranormal exploration took the form of reading mysteries and also reading a lot of the books in the zero-zero section of the public library, um, the Time Life mystery books, uh, you know, this unknown, um, some of it having to do with what's mysterious about the natural world, and then that naturally sort of led into the paranormal. So I did read a lot about poltergeists at the time, yep. um, which fascinated me, and I read a lot of, I was into stories about these 
about Fiji, that the black monk of Newstead Abbey, where Lord Byron grew up. Um, so all these really fast, I mean, I definitely nurtured my love for anything Victorian because that's really when so much of the history of paranormal as we know it really started. Yeah. And again, I got to give kudos to um, Alex Matsu, who just put out her book on women of the paranormal. And she goes into some of those women that were involved back in the Victorian period with paranormal investigating. And it wasn't just psychic phenomenon. It was actual investigating and, you know, just figuring things out. Um, I'm not a scientist by nature. I mean, I like science, but I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Um, but I realized how much I love history and how much I love looking into the past. And putting my hands on the stuff of history, on primary sources, the diaries, newspapers, heck, even lots of hair. I used to work at Montanello, Thomas Jefferson's house, and one of my jobs was curatorial, and I actually had to see DJ's hair.
but I do remember when I was 16, um, I do remember going to Colonial Williamsburg. And I do remember going to my least favorite of the historic houses. Um, and I can say that because I used to work there. Um, Peyton Randolph house. I, I kind of figured. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the thing. I know the history of the Peyton Randolph house. I mean, definitely now as an adult because I used to work there for like three or four years. So I know I know how that building was laid out. I know who lived there. I know most of who died there. I, I know all that stuff. But as a 16-year-old girl, I, I was in – it was a pretty free-forming tour kind of day. They were have, They had some – young people, um, some character interpreters in the upstairs parlor area. And right behind them was this oak-paneled bedroom. And I was with my mom, and I actually walked into the oak-paneled bedroom, and while I didn't see anything, I felt and heard this angry buzz just filling my ears. Mm. And I know there was nothing else around. In fact, I was surrounded by people. There were people like right behind me trying to get in to see everything. And I'm just standing right here. I'm like, I'm buzzing right now. My ears are buzzing. My hands are buzzing. Uh, I think I better go now. And I'm trying to figure out the best way to get out of there without freaking everybody out. Because, well, yeah. I don't know how I managed it, but I did. I think I got it. I just got a taste of something in there. And I was curious, but I was also like, I don't have time to really deal with this right now. <laughs> I'm with my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and Under- understandable. Yeah. And Williamsburg has always been a very special place to me. Um, not just visiting it, but also, as I said, I worked there for about four years. So I know those streets. I know what's there, and I've had some very interesting experiences in Williamsburg on my own as an employee, and also just walking the street. It, it's a magical place. It's a very oh, special. definitely. Yeah. It's very special. Um, but that, I would have to say, would be the most vivid paranormal experience I had was when I hit my 16, when I was about 16 years old. And then as I grew older, and definitely as I now, of course, especially, but it feels like whatever ability I might have, it's now, the floodgates have now been open. <laughs> and yeah, it, it seems like the more you actually start doing stuff in the yeah. field, the more your eyes are open to it. Exactly. And I've had some pretty interesting experiences, and... There's maybe been maybe two times that I've actually felt it was not positive experiences, but on the whole, I haven't had anything really overtly frightening or negative. But I can definitely tell you that there have been two times. Um, one of them I don't really want to talk about right now because it's a little don't have to. Don't, don't have to. Yeah, but um, if Steve Bills happens to be here on the chat, and which I don't know, but Steve knows that I have a certain feelings about the, the old Hanover Stone Jail. Okay. Yeah, it's because I got grabbed by the back of the neck, it basically. Oh. Mm-hmm. Messed me up for two weeks afterwards. That was fun. Oh, I, yeah, I, 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 I,
you know, I'm on the fence about orbs, just like so many other people. I've heard all yeah. the theories, and I'm like, well, I mean, you're in this oldest, dusty building. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, especially um, if you see, like, 15 of them going at once after walking. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you never know. You never know. I will yeah. ne- And that's what, another thing, Austin, and I want to be really clear about this. I will never, ever, ever tell anybody what they should or shouldn't believe. Exactly. Ever. We, we don't know enough of this field to be able to say what's right and what's not. Now, I might be, I might ask a question and be like, so why do you believe that? I, I'm just curious. But it's coming from a place of curiosity more than anything else. Oh, I'm willing to listen to anything once. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's what this whole thing is. It's, it's not yeah. different, um, dang, what's the word? Different views, yeah, yeah, perspectives. And that also goes hand in hand with history, too. There, We are now expanding, especially with history education, trying to teach people different perspectives, especially as more perspectives are coming to And it's so important to get that nuance going through. And having different perspectives just paints, a, that paints more of a picture of what actually happened. Um, but another thing I, I also like to do, I actually keep a uh, notebook and pen with me, and I just start writing down things. I take notes, or at least I try to. It's really hard in the pitch dark, and I'm trying to just yep. flashlight the phone. Um, I sometimes put my flashlight in my mouth <laughs> so I can see what I'm doing. Um, I like taking notes, um, mostly because I, you know what, as paranormal investigators sometimes, we get the opportunity to go see some really cool places all that we normally wouldn't have a chance to or wouldn't think about going to. So I want to, again, just capture that moment and remember it and be like, wow, this is what it was like to be here. And Sometimes something may come to me as I'm writing. Sometimes it won't. I'm not channeling or anything like that. I don't even know how to do that. So (laughs) I will try not to do something I don't know how to do. But um, I am making note of the situation. Like maybe I'll make note of, God, it's really hot in here. Or here's this room and this is going on and there's something on the bed that just moved. Okay, that's interesting. So I'll take notes, and I'll also kind of watch who the other investigators are with me and kind of make note of them, too. Or I'll start writing down questions that I might want to think about asking. Um, So, yeah, that notebook actually is my primary tool more than anything else. You're not the first person that I'm going to do it. Um, so, <laughs> but I, it's also nice because, you know, like you said, you're, you really like writing, so that could also later on help, you know, spark an idea or something like that, so. And also, as I said, I, 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 it's hard to juggle a lot of equipment for me. I mean, even with a backpack on my back, which, by the way, that operates with my purse, too, so. <laughs> And being a mom, I'm always carrying everything. Yeah. 
old habits die hard, but I'm stuck <laughs> back on me. And I'm like, okay, what am I reaching for? What am I reaching for? Okay, I'm just going to limit myself to flashlight, notebook, maybe my phone for audio recording and photography. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, it, it does become a lot, especially if you're, you know, like during the events and stuff, we do have a time frame that we have to maintain. Um, so you only have a certain amount of time that you're in that one spot for. So you want to kind of keep the juggling down and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. Just to kind of think my life a little bit easier. <laughs> oh, boy. So, we talked about, you know, the Para Unity podcast earlier on in the show. Yay! So, how how did that start up? How did all all of that begin? So, honestly, it began with a post on Facebook. <laughs> um, here's what happens when you end up having free time. You start trying to fill that free time with other things. <laughs> and, you know, I'm curious, and I love – I love podcasts, for starters. Um, yep. I listen to a bunch of them, a lot of different kinds of podcasts. So, and I have friends who are podcasters. Um, I've even helped one uh, friend of mine. She does fable podcasts. Her name is Vanessa Eccles. Um, I spent some time helping her research some of her episodes. So I got that. That was exciting to me. That was fun. And, you know, I'm like, am I going to actually do one? I don't know. Maybe it might do something through work because a lot of museums are starting to get the idea that podcasts are a really good way to reach different audiences. So I think we should keep that in mind. But um, I found there was a post on Facebook from this gentleman who was who was the main host of Perry Unity looking for a co-host. And so I'm like, oh, you know, oh, what the heck? I'll throw my hat in the ring. I mean, what can it hurt? So I sent back a message indicating my interest. And then he had me on as a tryout. He gave me some something to read. Or he was like, hey, uh, think of some ideas that you like with the paranormal and be ready to share it. And I did. And he played me my recording for a test group, including his old co-host, who actually has been on the show a couple of times. Oh. Oh, it was, oh, he's fine. Oh, he's fine. The trick is he's based in China. Oh, it's so hard. The time frame. Then there's done that. <laughs> Let me tell you. Then there's done that. I used to, I, I've spent six years in Taiwan, so... Water 
out. But my husband from is from Massachusetts, and he's from that area, and he had no idea. He actually even used to work at one of the places that's talked about in the Bridgewater Triangle um, folklore, and he had no clue. He was like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> um, so that was fun kind of educating my husband about a couple of things. Uh, but, uh, you know, when me and, the, me and my co-host, we have yet to be in the same room together. Um, he's in Iowa, and I'm here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're brother and sister. <laughs> it's been like that since since we met. It's just the way we riff off each other. It's the way we just kind of balance each other out. And we're actually going to be in the same room together in person in October because we are both going to be guests at the Haunted Rock Island YMCA Convention in Illinois in October 7th. So we're finally going to be in the same room together. It is crazy. I hope the universe doesn't implode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we are going to do a live live broadcast from there. That's awesome. Last I heard. I mean, as of right now. That's cool. First time meeting in person. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And, you know, it's been a great time. I mean, We've had some, I've had some great opportunities on the show to meet some really cool people mm-hmm. and some interesting people. That's all I will say about that. <laughs> um, but I've also had the opportunity to also bring some of my friends onto the show that have so much to share. So I want to thank you guys for getting on the show like that. I mean, I know how rare it is to get some of these guys on a show, but I'm so excited that I was able to do that. And yeah, and also bringing out women a little bit more into from the paranormal. We had um, during my first season with them, we ended up doing a full panel, including Miranda Young, uh, the ghost biker, and her partner, Chris uh, Sumner, who is both of them are partners with the historic county, Scott County Jail. So you know, but they're both paranormal investigators in their own right. And some of their other previous female guests that were on the show that season and previous seasons to come on and talk about women in the paranormal. And it was a really cool experience. And my co-host was like, he's the only woman, he's the only man in the room. And it was awesome. Um, we've had some really cool, this past season, we were work. I actually was trying to do some more diversity inclusion. So we had a wonderful, we started the season with him, and we ended the season with him with Wataka Kapanui, who is a very amazing, amazing gentleman from Hawaii, who is a kahuna, a master of storytelling of Hawaiian supernatural and oh it just it was one of the few times I saw my co-host's brain just went (laughs) it was amazing um and 
we've had more than our fair share of laughter on the show. It's, it's just been so much fun. And we've got more to come season. We'll be starting back up again in August. So if anyone awesome. if anyone has a good solid group from anywhere, anywhere in the world, I mean, we really do want to see more world, more from around yeah. the world, but obviously we get it. Logistics can be hard. China. <laughs> But we can make it happen in some form or fashion. We'll we'll do what we can. But we really would love to see some more people come on the show. Uh, we've had writers. We've had scientists. We've had inventors on the show. We've had historians. Um, so we're trying to not just have I, – I mean, it's great to see paranormal groups, but we're also trying to yeah. see other people that yeah. have made some impact. So. Even I'm actually interested in looking into medical professionals I'm on the show, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and I know a couple of people that would be awesome. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. We're, it's a great time. Um, I I do a lot of the script writing because the format of our show is we spend some time talking about where the group or individual is from. Yeah. Um, and going into the history of that locate of that uh, city, town, what have you. Uh, the biggest city that we've had is Los Angeles. Okay. <laughs> that was that that was a, that was a fun that was big. That was a big one. I'm like, there's just too many haunted structures in Los Angeles. Oh my god. Um, but we also go into some of the basics about what some of the haunted locations are in that area. But we try to only maybe do like maybe the top three or maybe okay. the top two. And these would be places that probably most people have heard of because we want the guests to tell us about the things that maybe aren't so well known. Yeah. So. Well, we are almost out of time. I so. love it. <laughs> so... Give us some uh, – where, where, where can people find you, the, the Parunity podcast? Oh, know? my goodness. Yes. Um, so you can find me uh, by myself, Whitney Zahar. And, yes, it is Zahar. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm pretty – just enter Whitney Zahar. There's no other Whitney Zahar. <laughs> so – and – You'll see my um, icon is a cute little ghost that's writing something with an old-fashioned pen and fountain pen. Um, my friend Jennifer, who is a podcaster, she does haunted happenstance. She's also designing these adorable and spooky graphics. So check her out. She's just—it's fantastic. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. You can also find the Perry Unity Podcast also on uh, Instagram, Facebook. We're also on YouTube, so you can so you can come and watch us. <laughs> Still something that's a little interesting to get used to. But in the days of Zoom, I mean, come on, guys, we're all on camera at some point. But yeah, you can find us there too, and you know, just. Keep an eye out on our social media. We are getting better at updating it. Um, but keep an eye out on us on social media and see what we're up to. All right. Well, Whitney, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. 
thank you for uh, coming to the show. And thank you for giving me some company. Yay, Ryan, I love you. Pleasure. I hope you feel better. Yes, Ryan. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But hugs and kisses. Um, and thank you, I guess, to whoever was in chat that's saying yeah, hi to all of Kristen, us. We got Kristen. We got Kevin. You got Rachel. You got, let's see, you got Betsy. Uh, ah, and Bonnie. Uh, got Rhonda, yep. and then we got CR. Ooh. So thank you all for, for joining in. Thanks, guys. And next week, <laughs> next week we have authored John Ward. And, Ryan, I'm going to say the line if I butchered. I'm sorry. You at the same freaking awesome time, same freaking awesome place. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Thank you.